Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Developments regarding the Kreifels Hills subdivision was on the Nebraska City City Council's agenda last night, amongst other things. With us on the line this morning once again is Nebraska City Mayor Brian Beckett. Good morning to you, Brian. Good morning, Mike, and great to be with you again. Good to have you with us, and you guys had an action-packed agenda last night. Last time we talked, uh, the council ran into some issues regarding the infrastructure contract with Bauer Infrastructure, LLC. Did anything get settled on this last night? We did get movement, Mike, so uh, we did have to stop because we got our environmentals back, so we had to redo the plan a little bit, but we're now ready to move forward. So last night we had uh, already decided to give the give the contract to um, a company. Uh, I'm trying to find the name here, but we awarded it last night. We went ahead and awarded that to Bauer Infrastructure LLC out of Martell, Nebraska, a $2.2 million contract on grading, paving, storm sewer, uh, all of that. And uh, we'll, of course, put in all the infrastructure for being able to build that new Crifles Hill subdivision in the area of our old airport up on the hill by our hospital. Um, unfortunately, that that only takes us to Oak. So uh, we did have a discussion as part of that, that if, if while that construction is going on, if we could find money by April or May to extend that to Grunman, but we'd need about another 400000 roughly to be able to do that. So uh, we awarded that contract and then immediately came back with a change order to take some of the things out that, or adjust some of the things to drop that 2.2 down by $139,000 because that's what we put in, a little over $2 million on the bond. Where We had a lot of discussion earlier this year, as you remember, on paying for that bond with a, a one and a quarter percent transfer fee on our gas and electric on our utility fees. So. Uh, we had to adjust the contract, put it around, but it's going to wind up being about $2 million. And that company should be able to start any time on the grading of the entire site. It'll We'll only build out as far as road, curb, and gutter and all that phase one, which is the extension of Morgan Drive up to Oak. Um, but we should have uh, grading and be able to see some lots and see what parcels look like, hopefully by uh, August next year. Now, you mentioned uh, that you hope that they can extend that street to Morgan Drive to Grunman. What would that mean if you're actually able to extend the street even further, uh, you know, a few blocks down to Grunman? What that do for us, Mike, is that section that is in there where we get to our, where we've plotted it for our multifamily sites, townhomes uh, type thing in that area, and it would finish out to the south rather than leaving a chunk of that land to the south that would not be developed. So we kind of want to be able to do that. I think it would be a savings in the long run because we'd save deployment costs on another contractor having to come in and do that. But, of course, when uh, those streets up there will be seven-inch concrete, so when you're putting in roads like that, it's not cheap, but uh, I think there would be a savings. It's just that we had only forecasted the $2 million and when it came in more than that, we had to start phasing it a little bit. But... Uh, I think the council is going to look at it if we can find it, and hopefully they'll be able to extend it to Morgan. If not, then we just wouldn't have those multifamily lots up there to be able to build out south towards the hospital. And that multifamily, I mean, that's an important part of the subdivision that you're trying to get going. How much interest has been expressed in uh, the proposed work, the, the lots that are going to be put into this subdivision? Had a lot of... Uh, 
privately, folks asking me when the lots might be available to look at or when we have uh, something to go by as far as we still have to draft the subdivision agreement as to how many lots you can buy, when you have to build, and all that sort of thing. But a lot of interest from individuals and then a lot of interest from our, our realty industry, realtors wanting to know when uh, they'd be able to start maybe marketing some of those or, or guiding clients towards new build. So it's it's been a lot of interest, and and uh, we've had a lot of interest also from some builders on the multifamily side of it. If we go up to Oak, I think we could still get in three or four multifamily units, but not the same number we would if we went all the way to Grundman Boulevard. Also on the agenda last night, the council took action regarding the city's creative district, something we've talked about before, and some projects associated with the Veterans Memorial Building. Now, can you talk about how these two projects are intertwined? Well, the Veterans Memorial Building is within our creative district. Uh, State of Nebraska now has a creative district program, so as a municipality or city or village, you can have a portion of that that's walkable, that's there, certified by the state, that uh, it's it's used as an economic development driver, hoping that your city can can uh, develop and retain residents and and attract residents because you're focused on the arts, music, uh, regular arts, sculpture, paintings, <coughs> excuse me, theater, and things like that. So we were approved earlier this year with a lot of work from a few of our folks here in town. And now there's a fund that Nebraska has around our big uh, big event centers, Pinnacle Bank, CHI, and Ralston Arena. Those communities were able to put a tax area around those. But as part of that bill was part of that tax money would then also go on a fund for rural communities to be able to put in for. And the legislature said this year that only cities with community, with creative districts, could put in for that money. So. We're working hard to try and get our uh, our first application has to be in by the 1st of November. What we want to do is finish out some of the build in the Veterans Memorial Building. They still have the theater and the kitchen to finish. And then some smaller restrooms and some electrical work to get done. And then also to put some of our historic poles, which are on Main Street, historic lighting within the rest of the creative district. Mostly goes south towards the Kimmel Harding Nelson Art Center. Um, so folks in those can kind of delineate what is the walkable creative district. So that's a grant timeline that we've got to have everything packaged. First applications in November, and then we have to do the big package and submission to the state for that in uh, January, Mike. And that's the most we could get out of that would be a $562,000 grant, but uh, we'd have to match that one for one, either through um, foundation grants, foundation money, individual donations or city match. There was action last night uh, regarding a project or a request from uh, 1316 Jones LLC to use the building on November 4th. What's going to be happening on this? November 4th is when the uh, the Veterans Memorial Project Board, the folks that are actually doing all the refurbishment, are having a fundraising gala on that night, and uh, they wanted to be able to serve alcohol that with their uh, caterers had to come in and get that special license for that, Mike. Also last night, there was some action or a request for some equipment purchases from the street department. Uh, What did the council decide regarding uh, some requests for some new vehicles, equipment, and such? Uh, We've had a dickens of a time over the last couple of years since COVID on on getting major purchase end items, uh, specialty stuff for 
mowers and things like that. It's just tough to get it, Mike, where we used to be able to purchase it. But we've had two trucks in for our road department, uh, larger uh, three-quarter tons that we've been trying to get. Uh, these, of course, are work trucks, so stripped-down models, and we just can't seem to, to get with a dealer that can deliver us two of those. So we're coming up on winter, and we really need one truck before then, so we're looking at what's on the used lots, and we found a 2023, and instead of buying two trucks, we're going to buy that one truck and then put a new plow and a new sander unit on the back of it so we've got that ready for winter. Also, finally, you welcomed a new police officer and a new volunteer firefighter. Could you tell us a little bit about those folks? Yeah, it's great to see folks still coming on board. So Edwin Loreca is uh, he's going to be a volunteer firefighter for us. He's, he's done a little bit of it, I believe, in the past and new to town here. And so he stepped forward that uh, pretty close brings us full up on our department on what where we like to be as far as volunteers on the fire side. And then Jacob Stinka, who had been a, in law enforcement down in Kansas and then had moved up in the state and been, a, I think, a fair county deputy. Um, he saw our job posting and opening, so he came over to us. So we're glad to have him in uniform and, and uh, working. So we'll have him on the police department. And then we've, we've conducted interviews and have some more folks in the pipeline, Mike, because we're still down three officers out of our, uh, out of our uh, nine positions that we have for officer. We, of course, have the four sergeants and the captain and the chief, but we've been down that, so it's great to have Jacob out in uniform, and he'll be uh, going through this final field training with us for our policies and things like that. Brian, we appreciate the update from the Nebraska City City Council. We'll talk to you again in another couple of weeks. Have a good rest of the day. You too, Mike, and thanks again for having me on. That's Nebraska City Mayor Brian Beckett on the morning line on KMA.